0: This morning, we turn in God's Word to Matthew 28, Matthew chapter 28, as we hear the resurrection account uh, recorded for us there. We're going to be reading just the first 10 verses of this chapter. Matthew 28, beginning at verse 1. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Here we end the reading of God's holy word. Well, this morning, in a special way, we commemorate and we celebrate Jesus' resurrection from the dead. Of course, we do that every Lord's Day morning. We gather together on the first day to worship because that was the day that Jesus rose from the tomb. But today, in a, in a particular way, we focus our thoughts on, on the glories of the resurrection. I love uh, Good Friday and Easter time of year. I think I, think I like this time of year even more uh, than I like Christmas, and this is why. In Christmas, we see some of the initial steps of God working out the plan of redemption. But in Good Friday and in Easter, we see the fulfillment of that plan. We see Jesus going to His death and rising again, a picture of our own new life in Him. It's a glorious time to celebrate what Christ has done for us. When our kids were little, I remember one of their um, grade school teachers uh, asked the class, um, do any of you have any particular Easter traditions? And the kids talked to us about that, and and they said, you know, we really don't have any traditions that we have for Easter. I said, well, let's think about that a little bit. What is it we do every day? Easter morning. What's the first thing on our mind on Easter morning? It's not, first of all, Easter eggs. It's not, first of all, Easter bunnies. The first thing on our mind on Easter morning is we go to worship. We go to church. We gather with God's people to celebrate the resurrection. Oh, we do have a tradition on Easter morning. It is gathering with God's people to bring praise to our great God, to recall the Easter story and what He did for us. For some of you, you have heard this story again and again and again. You know, sometimes as ministers, we like to find creative ways to preach on Good Friday and on Easter. And whenever I think of trying to find a creative way of telling the Easter story again, I hear, I hear my mother-in-law's voice in the back of my head. And she says, just tell them the story they wanna hear. Just tell them the Easter story. And so, as I was studying this past week, I actually got a call from mom on Thursday. And she said, are you studying? I said, yes, I am. Are you studying the right thing? I said, yes, I am. (laughs) We will be looking at the Easter story on Easter morning. Because it is a glorious story. Again, maybe there are those of you who have heard this story again and again and again year after year. But perhaps... There are some here today, and this is the first time you are hearing of the glories of the resurrection. Whether this is your first time or whether this is your hundredth time, we are all called to recognize what Jesus Christ has done for us and the glories of his resurrection. As we look at Matthew 28 this morning, there are, there are, there's a phrase that's repeated both by Jesus and by the angel before him. That phrase in verse 5, the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. And then Jesus' own words in verse 10. Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Do not be afraid, because it's Easter. We see on that first Easter morning... The women are going to the tomb. Verse 1, now after the Sabbath day toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. They were devoted followers of Jesus. They had been with him at the cross. If you look back up in chapter 27, uh, verse 55, There were also many women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. These women were devoted to Jesus. They had been with him at the cross. They had been with him at his burial. From chapter 27, verse 61. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there sitting opposite the tomb as Jesus is sealed inside they are there at his burial they were devoted to him in his life they are devoted to him even in his death as they come to anoint his body another act of their devotion for him And we read then in verse 2, And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. An angel came down. The glorious appearance of an angel to roll back that stone. And the guards are so afraid of this glory and this majesty, they fall down as if they're dead. A glorious angel comes, and no wonder he has to speak these words to the women. Verse 5, the angel said to them, do not be afraid. The glory, the majesty of angels. But they are told, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said they receive this wonderful message. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Jesus is not here. He has risen as He said. They saw the empty tomb. They saw He was no longer there. And as we read earlier in John, they wondered what could have happened. Have they perhaps taken His body away? Has someone stolen Him? And they received these wonderful words of encouragement. Do not be afraid. He has risen. He's no longer dead. But he has risen and he is back to life once again. That glorious message on that first resurrection Sunday. And it is that same glorious message that we celebrate today Jesus is no longer dead, he is not in the tomb. But he has risen just as he said. We have no reason to fear. No reason to fear the power of Satan. For Satan had done his worst to destroy Jesus Christ, but he could not overcome the King of Kings. No reason to fear the power of death. Yes, Jesus had gone all the way to the grave, and he really did die. But he came back to life again. Do not be afraid. No reason to fear the power of sin or the condemnation of sin. For Jesus, in going to the grave, took our sins with Him. We no longer fear the righteous judge. For Jesus has stood in judgment in our place. Do not be afraid. It's Easter. Jesus is not dead, but He is alive this glorious message given to the women. And then we read, at the end of verse 6, the angel says, come and see the place where he lay. The words of the angel would be confirmed by evidence. Come and take a look. Look for yourself that he is not here. The stone had been rolled away. You know, kids, when I was growing up, and I heard the Easter story, and I heard it again and again, I used to think the reason that the stone was rolled away was so Jesus could get out of the tomb. But Jesus is the Lord of the heavens and the earth. No mere stone could stop Him from rising from the dead. He didn't need the stone rolled away so He could get out. The stone was rolled away so they could get in. So they could see and confirm that message. Come and look where he lay. Or they, they would have pressed had a hard time believing. If the stone was still there, but the angel says he's risen, well, has he really risen or not? No, the stones moved aside. So they can go in. So they can have their faith confirmed. Yes, he really is risen confirmation of the truth they had heard today God continues to condescend to confirm our belief in the resurrection not that we can walk into an empty tomb we have an even more faithful witness we have the witness of the infallible word of God That says to us, He is no longer there. He has risen. We could not ask for any greater confirmation than that. We can look and we can see in God's Word, He has risen. Just as He said, the Word of God bears witness to the truth of the resurrection. As Jesus will appear to many, many will see Him, many witnesses. God's Word bears testimony. It confirms us in our belief. He has risen just as he said, a reminder that all the promises in the word of God are true. God had said he would rise from the grave, and that's exactly what happened. God had promised that in Jesus Christ, our sins would be forgiven, and that's exactly what happened. God had promised that in him, we would have new life, and that's exactly what had happened. Don't be afraid. He's not here. He's risen. Take a look for yourself. Be confirmed. Be confirmed by the very word of God. And then these women, having heard this wonderful message, don't be afraid, verse 7, then go quickly and tell His disciples that He has risen from the dead. And behold, He is going before you to Galilee, and there you will see Him. Having been confirmed in the truth of what had taken place, he is not here, he is risen. Having been confirmed, they are now given a commission. Go and tell others. Go and tell others the truth that you know. You have heard it from my lips. You have seen it for yourself. Now go and tell others, he has risen. That's the word of the angel to to these women. And... And we see that as they go, they are given even more assurance. Look at verse verse 8. They departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, ran to tell his disciples, and behold, Jesus met them and said greetings. They believed the words of the angel. They were confirmed in the truth that they knew. And they were given a commission. Go and tell others. And as they obey, they have an even greater revelation. Uh, We've seen that in our evening study of 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 the life of Abraham. As Abraham obeys God, even more and more is revealed to him of God's promises. They had heard, he is not here, he is risen, as he said. Now go. And as they go, who do they meet? Jesus himself and even greater assurance. You know, they could have believed and gone, but now they see him, and they hold on to him. Jesus says, greetings. A very normal, regular, almost casual greeting. He had told them he would rise from the grave. They should have expected to see him there. That's why he gives this regular, normal, everyday greeting. As they followed in obedience... They received more assurance. Now they see him, and they touch him. I suppose they could have believed it was just an image of Jesus, a vision of Jesus, but they're able to lay hold on him. Their faith even more confirmed. He has risen from the dead. And what happens as they see him? They came up, took hold of his feet, and they worshiped him. This truth leads them to worship. They knew for sure this is Him. He really has risen from the grave. And they worshiped. That is why we are here this morning. Because of the truth of the resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is foundational to our faith believing that Jesus Christ not only died on the cross but rose from the grave is foundational to our faith but we must not not forget the resurrection is not simply a matter of faith it is a matter of fact Jesus actually rose from the grave. Some people would say, oh, that's a part of your faith. Well, he rose because you believe he rose. And if that belief helps you, then that's fine. The resurrection is not a matter of faith. It is a matter of fact. It actually took place. He did not rise because we think he rose or believed he rose. He actually rose that truth guaranteed to us in the Word of God. It is not a carefully crafted myth to make us feel better. It is the truth of God's Word itself. We put our faith in that truth, in the One who actually rose from the dead. God had promised it, and God accomplished it. He was faithful to His Word. And we begin to wonder, are the promises of God really true? Remember the resurrection. We begin to wonder, you know, God has promised to forgive me of my sins, but some of the things I do seem so big. Is God really going to be true to his word? Remember the resurrection. It is a matter of fact. God would send His own Son. He would bring Him all the way to death and back to life again. That we who are dead in transgressions and sins might have that new life. This is the glory of the Gospel. This is the call to all those who think they are alive in themselves but still living in their sin. God calls you this morning to put your faith in the fact of the resurrection. Jesus Christ who died and rose again, He calls you to embrace that Christ, to say no to your sin, and to know the glories of celebrating the real truth of Easter. Not simply a myth, something that makes us feel better, but celebrating the fact of the resurrection. You can put your faith, your trust, your hope in that truth because it comes to us from the very Word of God itself. The women saw, they worshiped. And then in verse 10, Jesus said to them, "'Do not be afraid. "'Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, "'and there they will see see me.'" Jesus once again affirms, don't be afraid. And he continues their commission. "'Now go to Galilee and see my brothers.'" I think if I had been one of those women, first going to the tomb, seeing it empty, and then along the way seeing Jesus, I would have been tempted to say, my day is complete. That's it. What more could I hope for? But Jesus continues them in their commission. Jesus says, your day's not done yet. Now go and tell my brothers. There's more, there's more to be done. We have gathered for worship this morning and it has been glorious. We have sung the Easter songs, we've been ministered to by the instruments and by the choir. It has been a glorious morning to gather for worship. But our day is not done yet. That same commission given to those women, go and tell my brothers, is the same commission we have. To go and tell others the truth of Easter. Perhaps on this Lord's Day we will gather with family, we will gather with friends, perhaps some of them not knowing the truth of the resurrection. Jesus says, go, tell my brothers, spend time talking about what I have done Maybe tomorrow as we, as we go back to work, some friends or, or, or co-workers will ask us, so, so how was your Easter? Did you do anything special? Yes, we did. We gathered in the house of God to remember the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Go and tell others. That same commission, that same blessing they were given of sharing the truth, we have that same blessing as well. And notice what Jesus says, go and tell my brothers. Who were these brothers? These were those who had deserted him. These were those who had denied him. And yet he still calls them brothers. For he is able to restore even from those sins. If you are here this morning and say, well, this all sounds good, but you don't know my life. You don't know what I have done. You don't know how far I have wandered. No one wanders too far that the death and resurrection of Jesus cannot bring them back. The resurrection is a glorious truth, a wonderful truth, that all of our sins, the sins of our youth, the sins of our past, all of our sins are buried with Him and we are brought forth to new life. He restores us to fellowship with our God. It's a glorious story. It's a wonderful story. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what you have done. Don't be afraid of your past. Put your faith, put your trust in Jesus Christ. It's Easter. We celebrate his resurrection. The truth of that resurrection confirmed for us by the very word of God. And the commission of that resurrection go and tell others don't be afraid in fact you know the only ones who should be afraid were those in this story in verse 4 and for fear of him the guards trembled and became like dead men those who would try to deny the truth of the resurrection those who would try to hide the story of Jesus Christ and what he had done they should fear if you are still denying what Jesus Christ did, if you are still denying the truth of what took place, be afraid and humble yourself and come to know the glories of Christ. Embrace Him and have the comforting words of God. Do not be afraid. God is in control. Do not be afraid. He forgives all of your sins. Do not be afraid. It's Easter. That's the message. Now let's go and tell. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, this morning we have looked at an old story, for many a familiar story, and yet a glorious story. The story of our Savior, who was raised from the dead. Oh, we thank you and praise you for this wonderful fact, for this truth you have confirmed in your word. For we know, O God, your word and your promises are always true. If we have not embraced Jesus Christ, O Lord God, today move in our hearts, humble us before you, that we might truly celebrate this Resurrection Sunday. We might celebrate the truth of what took place so many years ago. Encourage us, strengthen us, and confirm us in this, O God. And as we leave from here, we pray that we might not keep this glorious truth to ourselves, but that we might go and tell. Tell our families, tell our friends, tell our co-workers, tell our classmates of the glorious truth of the resurrection. Hear our prayer, O God, for Jesus' sake. Amen.